Hashem Hashem Naseh Natsiach. We are in the Mesilat Yesharim talking about how to become cling to God. The ultimate love, the deepest manifestation of our sense of love in life has to be to God. That we're going to learn a few weeks in the um, Parsha in a few weeks when Yaakov meets Yosef. After all those years, he was saying Shema. So one of the ways that we show that we love God is that we cling on to God. Now God is obviously doesn't have a body, but he, we become he becomes the center of all our ambitions and all our thoughts, right? That's what we want to talk about today. Hadevekut. Being connected to God, clinging to God. It's talked about many times in the fifth book of the Torah. As um, also we're recording for, it was heartbreaking today what happened in Israel, the shooting. We're uh, praying for the safety of all our brothers and all the Jews around the world, especially in Israel and especially the soldiers. Um, we know that every Jew is a soldier. The more good deeds and prayers we do for the nation of Israel, we all have one bank account, spiritual bank account. It should bring protection. Anyways, in chapter 13, Dvarim, it says that um, you have to love God and be cling on to Him and be connected to Him. Again, in the previous chapter, it says, Uvo tidbak. Attach yourself to Him. Uvo tidbakun. And Tehillim is chock full of this idea, right? David HaMelech in Tehillim 63 says, uh, I'm always like a magnet on fire to go and think about God. Actually, you know, the um, many people, the number one place Hashem belongs is um, in our heart and in our mind, in our conscience. That's why the way, by the way, one of the most difficult parts when one is learning uh, the, the, the written Torah it's the um there's like almost five, six different parshas. It keeps on talking about building the tabernacle in Shemot, right? It's Teruma, Tetzave, then right? Then it goes Vayakel, Pekude, Kitisa. It's like all the half of the book, second book of Torah, because the ultimate place you have to bring build a sanctuary for God is in yourself. So, right? Obviously, something that is paramountly important that Torah is going to keep on talking about. The ultimate goal of this entire Torah and keeping the mitzvot is not that we should just do the mitzvah as like a side dish and then like our main ambition and thing that we have the most kishmak and fun is, is, is money and lust and physical pleasure. The main thing is to build the temple within, to bring the presence of God, the Shekhinah within, right? So th this is what we're talking about here in the Ramchal. So he says, this has to be like a, a crazy glue, our connection to Hashem. That we, we were so obsessed and laser focused on Him that we could never let go. And honestly, such a life where God is at the forefront and center of our conscience is the most magnificent life. It's a, it's a spiritual life. We live an angelic life, right? Because, you know, at the end of the day, you are where your thoughts are. 
So if your thoughts are with Hashem, you're always with Hashem, right? So he says, Amar, it says in the, 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 the Midrash, the Ramchal brings, Amar Abishimon ben Lakish, Beshloshan Shonot, Chibach, Chibach, Adush Barakot Yisrael. God, in three ways, showed that he's so, we're so precious to him. Bidveka, he said, I, I want you to be connected to me. Bechashecha, God said, I, I'm, I love you, I want you. Like in Farsi, Michamet, right? again. The second word is Cheshech, that God has a yearning for us, right? Imagine like um, when you don't see your kids, right? Or your parents, you miss the loved one, a very good friend. And then the third thing is chafetza. God wants us. Actually, my Rebbe, which was a Talmud al Chazanish Harav Ben David, Hamiduni, he would say three times a day, thanks Hashem that he's Svardi and not Ashkenazi. Because he says one of his favorite parts of tefillah is Retzeh. He'd say, Vata berachamecha rabim tachbots banu. Betechazen aineinu b'shuvcha letziyom berachamim. Right before Modim. God, you want us. That's what the Medrash is saying. It's like it's a very romantic relationship with Hashem. That Hashem. It says we're so beloved by Hashem. The Ashkenazim don't have that line. So he said it's 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 he said it's such a marvelously romantic line that he he, he says. So so he says like you, you see that in the parsha. That we're actually going to read. Uh, I think it's actually this. Is it this week's parsha that Dina gets raped? I think actually maybe this week's parsha, which um, is very interesting. You see that over there. Um, once he had intimacy with the daughter of Jacob, Yaakov Shechem, and he raped her. He couldn't get rid of. It was like he became obsessed. He said, "I have to marry her," and it was it was. He was so connected to her that not only, you know, the great Mashkiach of Lakewood, one of the great Gedolim of our generation that unfortunately has been sick for a while, but it was a manif- magnificent Balmusser and um, outstanding, outstanding thinker of Matasiel Solomon says, this Parsha teaches you is probably one of the best um, cases that shows you if there's a will, there's a way. You know, this guy Shechem is a guy. But because he really wanted and loved and had this desire for the daughter of Yaakov, Dina, he himself got a Brit. And he made his whole city get a Brit. And, it sh- and he said he didn't even like, you know, there, when there's love, there's no such thing as laziness, right? Part of the reason that we don't get the job done in our mission in life, our spiritual mission is because of laziness, because if we had the the fire of love of Hashem that we're talking about here, it, um, I'm telling myself, it just, it makes it so much easier. It's like you become like an eagle and light, you know? You see it from Shechem. He had the will, nothing could stop him. Not only did he and his father, the king of Shechem, become circumcised, but he convinced the whole city. And it says, honestly, when one rejoices and has such a loved time in his relationship to Hashem, that, that's the biggest signal that he's really, really on that level, right? I, I've, if you look at my previous shurim, we've been, the Ramchal has been talking about the love of Hashem a lot. Uh, I want to reiterate 
since we Rabbi M, we have a lot of people on the internet that are talk about it like it's a fear mode. But to, if one, if you go in deep Jewish theology, it's actually the opposite. The Ramban, which perhaps is the greatest of, for, for, you know, we accepted the hash, halachically the Rambam is like the king, but not hashkafically. Hashkafically, we don't learn the God of perplex and and the Rambam wasn't into Kabbalah and Gilgul and we. Hashkafically on the Jewish outlook, how to our values and how we our theology, we hashkafically we follow the Ramban, and the Ramban says basically the reason why we need ne- negative commandments is if we don't, it's we're going to self destruct. But the main relationship with Hashem is love. Imagine you and your wife. Is it all about not just not, the perfect relationship? is a relationship of a husband and a wife, which is, that's why it's so important to get married because our relationship to Hashem is, right, a mirror of that. It's just, it's a spiritual higher level. Now, can you imagine a relationship of a husband and wife is, everything is based on don'ts? That's not building something positive. So of course, there's no question fearing Hashem and being very super laser careful about not transgressing any of the mitzvahs is, is of course, step one. But that's not building a real, you know what I'm saying? The real reason Hashem gave us the Torah and the reason for creation is to have this love, right? To do the positive commandments. You know, the negative commandments are based on fear. The positive commandments are based on love. And that's the main goal that Hashem is looking for, for in our relationship with Him. Now, the second manifestation of our love of Hashem is if we're happy when we do the mitzvahs. And never forget, we learned a few weeks ago, the whole reason why we're still in Galut and the Hamas attack happened and it was like that mini Holocaust on October 7th is, Hashem brings all these curses upon us, like we learn in the end of the Torah, Parashat Kitavo, right before Rosh Hashanah. Right? It's a scary thing. Like in our today's society, Hashem gives us every delicacy. Hashem gives us every luxury. Right? We have all the money in the world, and still we're not happy. We don't rejoice when we're doing the mitzvah. Right? It's like a burden. So this idea of um, Doing the mitzvahs in happiness is a very fundamental thing. And honestly, uh, we have to thank the, what your brother had, likes, the uh, Rabbi Nachman of Breslev. Albeit, um, I just want to say that the true love is a, the true, the true happiness of a mitzvah is not only manifested on a physical level, it's on a psychological and deeper level, right? That you, you find meaning in the mitzvah and it's, but um, I just want to re- remind you that right at the beginning of Baruch Shamar, we bring uh, chapter 100 of Tehillim. We sa- it says right there, Ivdu et Hashem b'simcha. Ba'u lefanav birnana, right? Serve Hashem, King David says, with simcha, and come in front of him with um, singing. See, the ultimate uh, guidebook to our life is the Sidur. The Sidur is reminding us the fundamentals of Judaism. And this is, a, the Ramchal is also saying this, this to serve Hashem with happiness is very important. And as, it, as we just explained, King David again 
in Tehillim 68 says the Sadiqim will be happy and they will rejoice in happiness in serving him. And but by the way, the Gemara Shabbat, the Bavli and Lamid says the Shekhinah of Hashem, the presence of Hashem only comes where there's Simcha. Right? By the way, this is what we're going to learn with Yaakov. Yaakov, for the next few parshas of the Torah, when Yosef gets mixed, um, see, Yaakov is a very, very important figure in the Torah because the nation of Israel starts from Yaakov. Yaakov is Israel. We're B'nai Israel. Um, unfortunately, Avram fathered the godfather of all the, uh, you know, Yishmaelites that are para Adam, wild, you know, donkey of a person. So he didn't have a, you know, Yitzchak outside Esav, which is, Esav is also, you should know, Kabbalistically and halachically is a fascinating figure, you should know. He, he really, um, should have been, a, a partnership, he, which means, see, the thing is, Avram's wife was a maidservant, Hagar. That's why Yishmael is demoted and can't be on the same. But Yaakov and Esau were twins. And both the mother was righteous, Rivka, and the brother. The Gemara and Kedushan kind of calls Esau as a Yisrael Mumer, as a pagan, like a Jew that went and converted to another religion. That's why, parenthetically, you should know historically, we've had tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of, you should know, Rabbi uh, Thing was mentioning this. It's a very fascinating thing. There's thousands of times of more converts from Esau, the Anglo-Saxons, than from Yishmael. It's like not comparable, you know? Yeah, to Judaism. Because Esau really should be a Jew, you understand? Yitzhak is a perfect Sadiq. Rivka's a person, he's the twin brother. Like, it doesn't make sense that he just kind of went off the derech. But the, originally the plan was that just like Yisachar and Zavulun, you know, the two brothers, Zavulun was the merchant, Yisachar was learning all the time. Um, Esau was supposed to essentially be like a King David, a Davidic type of person, which means uh, the Ramchal actually mentions it. I'm not going to talk about it in my Dvar Torah because it's not really the theme that I wanted to talk about, but we'll talk about it here. Esau was supposed to be kind of like um, Yaakov was going to be like the scholar and Esau was going to be the person, provider and the, the army. Exactly like what's going on in Israel now, right? You have the people that are, you have uh, almost hundreds of thousands of people studying, then you have hundreds of thousands of people doing business. And so Esau was a very hairy person, which thinks that he's like a very, He's very talented. He has a lot of, um, and it's a shame that Esau, you know, didn't meet his permission, didn't meet his uh, mission in life. But to, to go back to our uh, idea here, when it says, Ivdu et Hashem besimcha, the Midrash says, So actually the Peliot also says this. You know, the code name for prayer is to serve Hashem. Because we say in the Shema, serve Hashem with all your heart. Now the Gemara says, which, how do we serve Hashem with all our heart? This is prayer. So the Midrash is saying, like, one of the most important ideas about serving Hashem with happiness is to look at the mitzvahs as an opportunity. 
a golden platinum diamond opportunity rather than a burden. And I must say, when I was in junior high, it's sad. I was in a more modern Orthodox school. A lot of times, you know, um, Shabbat and rest of the mitzvot were not really celebrated as much as they should have been. You know what I mean? It was more of like a burden. That's a big no-no. Oh, like, you know, sometimes it's very challenging to pray three times a day as a, as a from observant Jew. But the goal is, is that we should look at every mitzvah as a golden opportunity. Because this is the true opportunity. Because it's, it's such a, listen, guys, 99.9% of the world doesn't have this opportunity to get close to Hashem three times a day. Right? We, it, you should know. Um, my Rebbe's Rebbe, which was the greatest um, educator in America that created Rabbi Hutner of the Chaim Berlin Yeshiva, his uh, predecessor just passed away a few months ago. So my Rosh Yeshiva said that he was the Mechanech He was like the greatest um character developer, educator of, of rabbinical scholars of our generation of Whitmer. He said the most important um, lesson that a parent should teach his children is that it's an honor to be a Jew. It's a privilege. So the, si- the other side of that coin is that if, you, if, it's, if it's a privilege, you're happy to do it. You do it with, you know, you don't look at it as a burden. Because honestly, the king of all kings is, is waiting for us three times a day that we should uh, come close to him. And never forget, guys, when we do a mitzvah, who the God doesn't even need us. If he, we want to do Derech Hashem, then go to the Ramchal's deepest hashkafa book, the Dat Tevunot. Dat Tevunot is a fascinating book. He deals on why evil exists. Really, it's a required reading in the end of the times of Mashiach, where we see so many. Well, today, Mamasha was heartbroken. Uh, innocent twenty-four-year-old woman was murdered, pregnant. How many women and children were were raped and killed? Honestly, I I have to ask Mr. Agalar. I I wouldn't be surprised if in the, throughout the all the pages. In years of history, including the Holocaust, God knows if the amount of Jews that were killed throughout the, 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 every, every page of Jewish history, a lot of, lot of innocent blood drips from it. It goes into the tens of millions, I think. Internationally, globally, how many Jews were killed in the pogroms and the, uh, but, you know, there's a book that Ramchal reads, writes that, you know, why did Hashem create evil? And, 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 uh, all of these things. But in, in the end of the day, we have one choice in life. My Rebbe said, Harav Ben David said, you know that one choice is to be happy or not. So when, when we have this golden opportunity to serve Hashem, to Davin, you shouldn't say, Oh, now, you know, Look at, be frustrated and then like complain that we have to go to Kenisa, right? To pray or to learn Torah or to keep the mitzvos. 
by the way, you should know, something that some people think is adulterated is actually the most misunderstood book in, in the Jewish Torah. Uh, the Tanakh, the Shira Shirim, Song of Songs. Over there, it's like a parable. We're the, God is our husband and it's all about love. And that's why the Midrash says all the scrolls are holy, but the holy of holies is Shira Shirim. Right, you understand? Uh, perhaps that, that's actually online. I've never seen any shirim on that. Perhaps that would be something in the future we, we should, we should learn because it's amazing, amazing, um, fundamentals in how to become close to Hashem and Shira Shirim. It's all about love. And like I said before, of course, um, step one is that we should be careful not to transgress any sins and fear Hashem, but the ultimate relationship that we become angelic and we fill, fulfill our mission in life is through love, you know, because that's um, how we become connected to God, which is the, and build the inner temple, which is the ultimate thing. So Shlomo Melech in the beginning of um, Shira Shirim says, God, Mashkani um, Karecha, Pull me towards you. Bring me to your deepest chamber. So we could be happy together. The more we could know God intimately, we should be more happy. Guys, I'm sorry. But um, the, uh, the greatest happiness is not when one wins the lottery or physical one. The greatest happiness is when one brings out his spiritual potential, which is, you know, the real reason we were created. Is not, and by the way, I just want to finish on this idea. The biggest problem in American society, which is anti-Torah, is people become so infatuated with their profession that they think that's who they really are, like a doctor. So they define their, their whole essence by being a doctor or a CPA or lawyer. That's not true. They actually, Rabbi Zagari, my, my Ravan said, it says the cutest thing. You know, one of the most purest and refined Jews are the Yemenite Jews. So when they first had come off the, fresh off the boat, off the airplane. So the Israeli reporter, this is back in the fifties. There was a whole operation to bring the vast majority of Yemenite Jewry. So the reporter asked them, he said, what do you guys do? What do you work as? Was like, what's your guys' profession? He said, Ovdim, what do we work as? We're Ovde Hashem. We're, our, 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 our profession is to, you know, serve Hashem. So um, the greatest manifestation and level, inner deepness, inner meaning is when we find, when we learn Torah and we keep the mitzvahs and we find our mission in life that we're connected to God. That's the greatest. That should be if we're on finely tuned and we're finely balanced. That should bring our greatest, um, most highest echelon of happiness to us. Hashem should bring us to that. Amen. Amen.